All right, we're in James chapter 3. 3 to 5 today. Yeah. We're really off on on now we've kind of gotten a look ahead on these. Yeah. So I'm trying to, now that our daily studies are off, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was that we talked about when we, when yeah. we went through all these chapters. But I know that we've been making notes, too, as we go. Yeah. I intended to keep this and try to keep it in sync. Well, we were doing really good, but then, you then had we just got appointments yeah, and, and then it just got long. thrown off. So it's okay. Anyway, James is just phenomenal. Um, obviously, we ran over yesterday just going through two chapters because we had so much to stop and talk about. Um, but there's just so much great content here that's so practical to our lives today. You know. Um, so much to soak in from all of it yeah and chapter three starting off here is is a chapter that you definitely that i definitely have circled highlighted underlined with many other things but especially for somebody that's um leading a bible study leading yeah, <laughs> a, a ministry doing this is extremely important and this is also um, so important here. I mean, we shared with you guys on like Instagram and our blog and stuff, but our no fussing challenge, right? Mm-hmm. What what are the words coming out of our mouths, mm-hmm. and does it matter how we talk to people, what we say, what we do, you know, and stuff? So just seeing James go in here and kind of expand on that. Um, again, it's practical for all of us. Yeah, and in I'm the type of person that had to change completely into a completely different way of. Of speaking, well, that's why you share on our I, podcast when, mm-hmm. in your testimony. Yeah, I share, for yeah. you, it was a radical. Yeah, it was. It was very radical, and it's even actually made me quieter. You have to it, constantly uh, yeah. tell me to to speak up, and I didn't ever used to be that no, person. I was, no, I wasn't loud and obnoxious, but you, when I talked, you could hear me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but it but, has literally softened you in every instance it has, that I could possibly has. think of. It, it definitely has. So, um, and I have, I have to believe me, not with struggle. There's, it, it, it's been, it has been an easy, you uh, mean not trans- without struggle? Yeah. I thought, you said not, not with, with struggle. Okay. I'm sorry. Not, not without struggle. struggle. Yeah. Um, because I still have it in there, you know, yeah. but for me, it was easy to be able to just completely change it because I did just like a complete, just flip, you know, that you I, latched I on to Christ right. in such a deep way. Although you grew up in the church, you, it was so deep and so real and radical. It, yeah. It, really it was. literally was your Paul to Saul. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, your Saul to Paul. Sorry, yeah. That's what I always moment. say. It was my Saul to Paul moment on there. And it really was. And I had to, and so it's still there. It's, it's something that I have to be careful of. I have let it. I have disappointed myself on many occasions <laughs> over the past couple of years um, on a couple different instances with it. So it's not, I'm not perfect, but it's something that we all need to. We need to be aware of aware it so of, that we can be actively working to do better. Yeah, and just and just make sure that we're our our. So that means our constant speech our constant attitude is grace giving kind you know Mm -hmm. um which is difficult but it 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 comes easier yeah (laughs) it 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 does become a lot easier any new routine you know that you're trying to change it yeah the longer you do it for the more you grow and strengthen yourself in that um whatever you know thing maybe that you're trying to work on so, uh, letting everybody know, I am taking this completely into mind whenever I do any of these Bible studies. And yep. start off on verse 1. Or wait, first go ahead and pause us Oh yeah, and pause pray. us and pray first. Yep. Okay. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. Yeah, that's the one. Stop and underline and circle and... Well, and that's what's... I Understand think. that when you listen to this, I, I I know that. And this is one of the reasons that kept me somewhat afraid to even do this at first. I was just like, ooh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> that's a well, lot. And you even kept stating when um, you did seminary, I don't want to just 
you didn't want to cheapen it. Yeah, this wasn't well, and also it wasn't my you know it wasn't my goal to do this. But mm-hmm. as I feel the Lord calling, you know, you and, have and, to answer His call, and you wouldn't leave me alone. And that's I think true. that's one and the same, actually. <laughs> so, I think so too. I, I, See, I do I believe that that's God's one work. and the same. You were. It was definitely <laughs> using you as a vessel because it was. That's how I knew. I was just you would not leave me alone about it. Yeah. And I said, okay, fine. I, I broke and gave. But then with the understanding that I get judged more strictly yeah. now. So yeah. now I've, I've accepted a responsibility for me that sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> you, know? you have to answer for Because now I have to answer for everything. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, I, I think about that every single day. Mm-hmm. And if it if if somebody that's whether it be, you know, anybody that just does like this, a small local Bible study, or up to a big pastor in a mega church, needs to understand and remember that, the and and, and keep these things in the back of their head, because anytime you open out your mouth for Christ. And it's coming, it has to be mm-hmm. rooted. So, yes, I, I know, and it sucks. <laughs> Verse 2. I think you're doing good. And I, 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 I believe so. I'm not not for my own pride, but from the, the messages and the, um, you know, the comments and just different things that we've gotten. It was just absolutely just, oh. You guys kill me. Yeah, you it's guys awesome. bring Brandon to tears more than anything yeah. <laughs> else. Like, I'm telling you, in a good way, though. So in a good way. He, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, as long as I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, Well, and if you know. see something that either of us are doing wrong, we want you to point it out to us. Sure, I don't want to be, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm not above, I'm not above being corrected. Of course um, not, yeah. You know, unless it's, unless we're, t- you know, never mind. Verse two. <laughs> Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. <laughs> so we're not. <laughs> yeah, we, like I said, we do make mistakes. And going into verse 3, James talks about the seriousness of what your tongue can do. Obviously, the tongue is the one of those, the smallest parts of the body but it can it can steer a large ship it uh, what we say can do a lot mm-hmm. so being conscious of that is is what he's talking about here he's just giving you the weight of it and the power of what what your words can say we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself pretty strong words. That's pretty strong <laughs> words. But I mean if they seem if they seem harsh they, they should be and they are and that Well, and that's why I feel like um often we get this impression of you know, don't we see so many hypocritical people. So it's like don't just put on the show that you talk so kindly when you're, you know, you got your your Sunday attire on and you're mm-hmm. acting your, your Sunday best, right? No, as followers of Christ who live by this standard laid out for us here in Scripture, it's not that you should act this way one way and not another way. Right. Right? Like you think of you're usually a kinder, more patient parent when you're out in public, right? 
when people are watching you and your child's having a meltdown, you are probably more likely to be a little more patient and talk a little more kinder because eyes are on you. Where if you're at home and you're stressed and you'll, you'll just snap and lose it, right? Because you don't have all these extra eyes on you. Like if somebody were to follow you around with a camera all day long, you would behave in a different way, right? right? So that's not it your words should be radically transformed to be in this way all the time. This shouldn't just be something that you put a show on. I mean, it is that important. Obviously, these words he's saying here about our words are very, very strong. Right. And that should be something that we take into account 24-7, every, you know, 365. Like, this should be something that every time you open your mouth, you are thinking through James' words here. Because they're just echoing what Christ taught us. Well, let me take it a step further. Um, I've, I hope this doesn't sound too redundant because I know I've brought it up probably in the last two studies. But this, this goes even further into what you post on social media. Sure. In what be because it may not be words, but it's coming from you. Yeah. You might as well be saying this. Yeah. You would say this anyway, these yeah. things. Okay. I've said it before. There's no reason that a Christian should feel strongly one way or another enough to slander one side. Yeah. Now, all these things, all these abortion posts and different things like that, those are, those are, those are awesome. Keep, you know, I, I would say that that's different. So you're standing up for there the, you're standing the up for human life of... yes that, I mean and and not only human life but you're standing but being so wrapped up in politics and various things that you will slander right and humans. that's that seems to be what what the even believer mm -hmm. um, Instagram Twitter um, Facebook all of it all is the all the interwebs are are filled with are these things that are coming and these Christian issues now have have become so ingrained with along with the American culture that now we're confused and we think that while well, we're Christian we have to think and act this way Pastors and we have to go this, this way that's exactly it mm -hmm. um, we were dealing with that last night and I guess we'll make a separate podcast yeah. out of this so be but um, this is no, you cannot. There, there's no room for this. Mm -hmm. Christ, find me in in the Bible. Find me in the Gospels, where Christ slandered anybody like that. No, he went into the to the temple, which you can you can um, let's just say yes. The but the church, yeah. Just for sake of this discussion, let's say the church and flip tables. And those are the people that he can, but that was righteous anger, which we're, that's another one. We'll get to it. Okay, that, we'll get to that podcast too. That was complete righteous anger, but he was going out there clearing that out. That wasn't going out into Rome and, and flipping tables in Rome and saying, this is a disgusting way of living and where I'm here now. No, that's not what he did. It's completely different. So we do have these pastors that are preaching these slanderous these things during the pulpit. Knock it off. It's ridiculous. And you, just the amount of things that that, that are you have to be careful with what you're what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You you don't like you shouldn't be wrapped up this much In to the, the point where you're even you even care that much well that's the point of it because if you are slandering let's just say that i am your completely average christian conservative and i am slandering you know an unchristian liberal right that just completely normal mm -hmm. side because they're you know four horrible sinful things okay you are now choosing to sin because you are so wrapped up in the systems of this mm -hmm. world that you are breaking God's word by slandering and hating and being unkind and doing all these things because someone does not believe in what you believe. So we are told to go to even the unbelievers and show them through the love of Christ and living by these things that they can come to know our Father in Heaven as well. So how is slandering and just being completely, 
you know, ridiculous with all this stuff that we want to tout. How is that winning souls to Christ? I don't understand. Yeah, and I mean, it, like we talked about, the radical transformation with with me. Well, part of it is, you know, it, at one point in time, I was right along in with some of these issues. I'll, mm-hmm. I've always been not super conservative. I've always been, yeah, anyway. But... But you were slanderous. You were. You yeah, did I mean, those yeah, things. like I, I did those. So it's not just... It's not that I'm saying like you can't do that. You can't do that here. Yep. Um, it's it's just there's no place for it. Or race, you know. Um, oh yeah, you it, can go through. You can go through the whole the list of it. Politics just seem to be an easy one to pull on right now. But yes, you can go through this in like a million. You're different you're levels. not you're not standing up for some of it some people do it like thinking righteously mm-hmm. thinking well we've got to do something and we have to to clean out our country somehow and it's not done by roses and uh, however these people i mean i've seen it all i i have i've seen it all Nothing i just I, I just i sit and laugh at all this stuff but no there's no excuse for it anywhere yeah and well God's word it doesn't give you a list of things that you are not to do and then put little asterisks next to them and be like well unless you're fighting the good fight unless so, you're doing this yeah like, so so my guy. so the point wrapping up the point in that is not only is it what you say but it's also what you post mm-hmm. and your thoughts and your, your thoughts actions. and your actions um I just say we post because That's you know it seems to be gauge. it just seems to be well it is it and is. and we constantly uh we constantly take away the value of social media, but you know what? Now people realize that you've set up a whole platform of judgment for yourself. Mm-hmm. Not just for, but not, not, I'm talking about God's judgment on you. Yeah. Now you've just made it easy. Yeah. I'm like, shoot, he, he doesn't even, you final judgment, he just goes look at everybody's Facebook page. You're just going to have to stand before him with like a printout of like your yeah, social, your media, social history. media history and, and explain this. Explain. Oh, you thought you were doing good? You thought this was my will? Mm-hmm. It Nowhere does it say that that was. Yeah. So that's why I say that. So, um, Verse 7. In the light of not spending, making this a 45-minute one. You've used half your time already. Shush. <laughs> Verse, oh, see, I said shush. i got to watch my tongue. <laughs> Verse 7. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish. But no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Who do you that that goes with what I just told you of what you post? So if you're being and saying these things, cursing these people for whatever reason, you're still forgetting that these people are made in the image of God. And these people still have an opportunity and chance to repent and turn to Jesus Christ. So at no time should you go to the slanderous, to the um, to the speaking evil. He just he says it's deadly poison. It's full of it. And that means your fingers now too because it's a vocal platform. Social media is a vocal platform. Okay. Verse 9? Yeah. Nope. 10. 10. 10. And so, blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. Hey. You can't have both. Nope. You can't speak both. You can't have an excuse for the reason why you say or do these things. Because he, James makes it very clear. Does a spring of water bubble out both fresh water and bitter water? <laughs> or does a fig tree produce olives? 
Yeah, so the day you have a fig tree that, that produces olives, olives, you can do both. You can do both. <laughs> Until then, let's not. But we all need to be conscious of this. GMOs all... like challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> well, those GMOs are satanic anyways. But uh, Oh, here goes tinfoil hat. It's true. Um, but we all have to be aware of this and measure ourselves. This starts in the home. If we are not doing this ourselves, if we are not showing this to our children, if we are not holding you know, one another accountable for this and doing this, then what are we doing? It starts at home. If we're not doing this here, you know, and how many things do we feel okay even to still post or share or watch or whatever? Oh, well, it's just funny. It's not serious. I didn't mean, you know, we just have that like joking as the side, but that doesn't count. It, it can't be okay just because, well, it's funny. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It. Yep. Perfect. Leave it there before I go again. <laughs> 13. I'm trying to get there. You read it. Go okay. Ahead. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. So many, so many things. If you are wise and you understand God's ways, then we should prove it by living an honorable life, doing the good works with humility that comes from wisdom. Which in the past, all of these we've talked about going through the letters, we again are talking about the practical application of these things within our life. What right. our lives should look like. Right. What is okay and is not okay. <laughs> and the fact that James here says that if we are not doing these things, we are earthly, right? And we know John talked about that yeah. if the love of the world, the world is, is in us, then the love of the Father is not. not. That's a bold statement. Unspiritual, we want to be filled with the Spirit. Yes. If I am filled with the Holy Spirit, then I should be a spiritual minded right. person and they're demonic well and that to cap it all off demonic demonic it's it's demonic how are we not jumping up and down when we see you things? are giving into real demons mm -hmm. that are trying to get you to speak like this that are trying to get you to act like this yeah. that are trying and you're feeding in and making excuse includes fitting in you don't make excuse james again makes this very 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 clear there's guys there's no room for this in our lives as believers and absolutely let, zero and let me just add um here where it says wherever there's jealousy and selfish ambition there you will find disorder and evil of every kind our whole culture of dream big go for your dreams Hustle, your desires, your completely one hundred percent demonic. That's what this is, and that's exactly what that is. And we have to start calling. And as believers, mm -hmm. you there is not room for both. And we cannot be training our children up thinking that they've got to be, you know, chasing dreams, following dreams, dreaming. But you know, we we put so much into this culture. Innocently, I know. We, we think it's it's innocently that we're going into the thinking this like right. it's a good it's thing. It's a good thing, thing, correct. It is not. It's not. And this is the root of all of that. And look at I mean, evil of every kind comes. Teach with your children us. to serve Christ, not yep. to dream big. Yeah. It is not what, what else did we just read? To submit to the will of God. Well, to say that, you know, tomorrow I will go here or I will right. do this. That is evil. That's evil. No. Yeah. Lord willing, I would let you know, maybe if this is his plan, but I'm here to do his will and his plan, submit to that wholeheartedly. It's not about what I want, it's about how he's going to use me. So I don't have a single dream because my dreams are my earthly demonic desires that I don't want to. And if I and I want to say, well, this one's getting kind of exciting. I want to tell people that if you are struggling with this, because I know that we have people that, sure. um, that in in the flock here that are some are struggling with real being able to break away from that. Because it's hard. And not sure how, yeah. what to do, but just feeling the strong call. Um, you, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm 
we're praying for you and mm-hmm. but and, and it and I and these things do take time and it does is it does take a process it does so that saying you have to do it doesn't mean that you're gonna drop it that you're gonna drop it today and never drop it again or that you need to move right now like oh okay I'm gonna do it what am I gonna do no that means that your plans and everything else now now your only goal is I mean you have to pray and just that's what Jesus is for that's exactly what he tells if you want out you're not a slave to anything yeah you're not just ask him for help and he will help you it may be that longer process Mm that may not be right away so maybe this this that's how it starts is the pull yeah that's how i felt it yeah and that's how god calls you out is you you just feel that like this isn't some even it, 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 what am it I doing? you don't even i didn't even know it was god that was doing it mm-hmm. i thought it was myself i thought it was myself that was like oh, i'm not happy with this i'm not you know but you feel, now that I uh, now the way that the that everything has fallen and and ever since I've had my you look back and see you know that. I look back and and see that I go well no it was God moving me completely all along I mean I I just I wasn't satisfied in any and, and He didn't want me to be satisfied because Christ is the only thing that can truly right. satisfy you so you He wants you to feel mm-hmm. that pull He wants you to feel not satisfied in these things so you'll leave them. And if there's anything that we probably couldn't be any more passionate about, it would be this topic. Oh, this topic so is 100%. So if there is anything that you are struggling with, needing help on, prayer in, whatever, um, especially with this topic, reach out to us and let us know. Because I also want to say that to, to each his own life as well. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm telling you where I was called and what happened for, for our and where our ministry is to those people that feel called out and, and, and are going through that struggle. That's a definitely a big part of the ministry because I, I know, you know, it, it's something that we can offer. We can tell you, you know, look, we, we haven't been, we've never struggled so much in our lives, but we also haven't been more just full and happy and just you know I wouldn't trade it for the world nope I wouldn't trade the struggles that we have now for anything yeah sometimes it's kind of like dude I wish you know (laughs) you know you you remember you remember some some days past but then (laughs) but then you're like well that was all my pride yeah yeah so you lose that so that that's just where we were at if if you're struggling to get there Heck, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was awesome with somebody that was kind of going through the process, is still going through the process. Yeah. Um, just keep praying. Jesus, Jesus told you that you're you're not a slave to anything. Mm-hmm. So don't think Especially that you're not this world. You're not. No, just remember every every excuse that you want to make to say how I can't or what am I gonna do. Just answer with. You're not a slave to anything. He's Jesus freed got you. you. He's got it. Yeah. He's waiting for you. He told you. He's Ask. got. He's got his hand out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's he's a couple steps ahead of you, and he's got his hand out. He just wants you to run up, and go ahead and grab it and go along with him. Mm-hmm. Verse seventeen. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace, loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. I love that whole chunk. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. Mm. So that would say whatever you post, you're sowing seeds. And you're being an example as a claiming believer of Christ by what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Where this means what you're <clears throat> what you're saying your 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 daily conversations. Yeah. At work. Friends, More so at work. Family. Friends, family. Yeah. Everything. Don't be a don't be one of those people that that flips on a mask and becomes somebody different. Mm-hmm. Some people have to. I understand. You know, like if you're in like law enforcement or something, like yeah, you're not gonna handle every situation with, <laughs> but but you should with you should measure it. You should measure your grace. Well, 
like I say, yes. I, okay. Different podcast. Different podcast. We'll go into that because I agree with it. But right. anyway, that means you're just your daily um, character. Yeah. Everything you say. Chapter four. Oof. Just keeps getting better. I'm sorry, you guys. These James ones are not going to be on time. <laughs> it's just too good. Yeah. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are <laughs> jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. You don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. I mean... <laughs> Oh, you want only what will give you, you selfish desires? What is causing the fights, quarrels and fights? Quarrels. Let's look at our own country across the board. What is causing all the quarrels and fights? It's all the folly of this world. It really is. And, Selfishness. And in the way that Christianity is represented in this country now is nothing but quarreling and fighting and causing with one another not even just us fighting the world we're fighting one another well but i mean even on you know even on media social media seeing different you know pastors different things like that i mean that's always been a part of the nation is you always had some pastor that would comment politically on stuff right. you know whether it was billy graham yeah whatever know, back when we had good ones <laughs> But even then, he shouldn't have said a lot of things, done Which a lot agreed, of things, yeah. and he agreed. Um, and now, like you have, uh, like a guy I think like Jeffers is 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 because he's the one that nationally, you know, known. He's kind of like the representative of the White this, House for yeah, Christians. for this, you know. But Christians are always usually summed up in this. You know, conservative. So all of a sudden, you're you're the world and everybody else thinks that you're right wing conservative, and and everybody's wearing MAGA hats. Yeah. You know, that's no, that's that shouldn't be. I mean, if anything, the Bible spells out that you should. I think I believe it. I think it spells out. I see nothing but libertarian when I read the Bible. <laughs> I think that that's the only way to go. So if you need to um, hold the, if you need to hold except the party, for, hold that. Except one. for when I say conservative, I mean the things like that would be libertarian. Is now there's you know when you say like the major issues like abortion, yeah, um, uh, different things like that. I definitely don't. Agree. But the world's gonna unfold how the world's gonna unfold. It doesn't matter how, yeah. how I politically vote or what I think, but. <laughs> It gets really, really bad. But saying that, but anyway, going back to Jeffrey, you see nothing but slander and division and quarrels and just these ridiculous, and they act like it's because of defense, of things that are being defended against. But you're throwing stones back. Christ doesn't it, need to be and it defended. Doesn't, Christ has got it. He's got it, yeah. <laughs> We just need to be true representatives of him, just shining need... the light of him and his father to everyone so that they can come to know him as well. In this, go, where, what verse are you going into? Four. Okay, I'll, I'll go into here now because now my thing's working again. Okay. But this is, you see how many times we see it in all these letters mm -hmm. of the warnings and the information that we are given james says it going into chapter here what or, cha or uh, verse four twice here listen you adulterers don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of god i say it again if you want to be a friend of the world you make yourself an enemy of god mm -hmm. he says it twice he repeats himself. This is and this is repeated all across the epistles. Mm -hmm. And our Lord and Savior, it, the, these words came out of his own mouth. You can't serve God and money, and that's the same idea is you can't serve 
two masters. You can't serve, you can't do it. You can't be a friend with the world. You, you, just, you just can't be one. You'll be lukewarm and that gets spit out. And it it's crystal clear. Not from my opinion. Yeah. Not this is from scripture. We just studied through all the Johns. Mm-hmm. And well, Jude. The same overwhelming message. And it's the same overwhelming in. message that we see. Um five. Verse five. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? Hmm. They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Mm-hmm. Let there, yeah, yeah. Cause you're you're underlining that. And that should be. I had Everybody it underlined when we read it with the kids, but now I'm like even like exclamation points on the side. <laughs> yeah, you have to understand. Come close to God, and He will come close to you. But you have to purify your hearts, mm-hmm. because your loyalty is divided. God opposes the proud, <clears throat> but give great, but gives grace to the humble. What do you think that means? How do you not understand that? How do people not understand the things that they post, the things that they say, their actions, their conversations? I'm proud to be. I'm, I'm a proud. I'm every time we use these things. Do how is that different from what this is saying here? You're being proud. I'm not telling you that. And and those are the people next to the who God opposes. I don't want to be one of them. No, that's bad. <laughs> bad. It's if, real bad. Maybe that should be a different word. God hates the proud. I don't know because I think it says that back here. Nobody listens to that either. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. I love this going in nine. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Yeah, I read it twice because I think it should have been twice. All right. And I stopped. Where did I stop? You stopped at wash your hands. You're in the middle of eight. Well, I was going to go ahead and talk more. So just. Okay, verse nine. I'll go to nine then. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. So I think that's pretty clear. Verse 11. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone, who gave the law, is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? And again, God's law can be summed up in God above all, love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. That takes care of all those things. So if we are not truly doing those things, then you are not doing what God has called us to do. Verse 13. Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It is here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. I, man, I I read this every time and I cannot help but think of people with, I don't want to say that it's wrong to have a retirement plan or to have something mm. set up for, for my, you know, I, I don't want to say that that's necessarily wrong. But in our 
our way of life that we live. We're this is our our normal modern day life goes ag- everything against this. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Because we're constantly told, plan for your future. Mm-hmm. You've got to do the... Well, again, I, I don't... You have right, to be smart. Right. You, oh, right. you don't want to be stupid. Yeah. You know. That's what we say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what God says. Yeah. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. Let me take care of you today. It's just amazing how I can't be as different a, it is. I can't be... There's, there's, there is a line. You can't be stupid. Um, because we also don't know in that saying we don't know how long we are going to be here we don't know if tomorrow is going to be here but we don't know if we'll be here in 10 years I think this is an issue of the heart right it is I have say I have a bank account with $10,000 in it that I'm saving up for a rainy day right Mm -hmm. even Dave Ramsey tells you Mm -hmm. you need to have like three months worth of savings or whatever well yeah or whatever let's just take that though yeah I'm not going Dave Ramsey no 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 but but let's just say most Christians accept Dave Ramsey's teachings as good wholesome biblically based teachings so let's just go which I don't know how I heard him on Shapiro let's just go with that for sake of argument because we're already over our time but if I have $10,000 in a bank account to take care of whatever Right? So to have for my rainy day fund and make sure everything's taken care of. But I know that there are people within my church that don't know how they're going to pay their electricity bill this month. There are homeless people in within my, even my own community. I'm not even talking about the whole world. I'm talking about right here in my own backyard in my own community. Mm-hmm. I know that there's kids in the school systems around me that don't have dinner to eat that night. You're telling me that it is smarter, it is a better decision to hold on to that money, to keep those resources locked up, right, in my my grain right. silo here for my safe no. comfort. When I could die tomorrow, all that money goes into pro, goes into a whole different process, and these people are still unfed. So if I were to take my resources, where I nest it for in the world sense would be being reckless with them, and just sure. Use them to give and solve all the right. problems. Right? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, you would go against every single uh, financial planning program on the planet with that type of attitude, and that's my point. Yeah, is that we're so far removed from this yeah. in our life that it doesn't even we don't even notice it. But because every time I read this, I go. Because if you trust that Christ is literally going to take care of today what you need to have taken care of today, and tomorrow he'll do the same, and every day after that that he gives you, he will take care of you because you truly rely on him and him alone, then stuff will be okay. Stuff will be fine. But if you're holding on to these things, that's why we have the story of the man with the silo. I guess my my caution coming to saying some of it is that... I, I don't want to be one of those people that says, yep, this is what this means, 100% for sure. It's pretty and, clear. But it's clear. It but it is clear. But, when I, but I'm talking about your, your own, your own life. life. Correct. That's that's okay. what my... So I think what you're trying to say then, because I don't think we can be bold enough with this. No. But you're saying that you're not calling it a sin to have a savings account. Right, right. Or a 401k. Right, right. Or, or, right. or On the side. Like right. There you go. It's, it's not a sin. Not However, sinful. However, but however, what is your heart? What are where you? Where is it at? And I don't, I don't see that there's any room. I don't see it's built. I don't see that there's any room for it here. I don't think I don't think that Jesus lives leaves any room for it. No. I mean, I've seen people try to make up Jesus' teachings, and then they go back to like Old Testament teachings of of storing grain, and I'm I'm like, oh, okay, you're not you're not getting you're it. not getting the point here. Um, so again, not saying that it's sinful to do these things or anything by those means, but at the same at the same right, you are not being stupid and reckless if you take care of the core things that you have to take care of and then give every penny you have left to help someone else, to serve someone else, to physically meet the need of someone else. All glory to God in what you're doing. Yeah, that it, is it not seems, stupid. That no, is not reckless. That is not irresponsible. That's what the apostles taught. They yeah. didn't. They didn't teach exactly James. I mean, yeah. they don't. They don't teach to to put away and shove. It, it's okay, okay. You've got my needs. I'm giving. 
I know we need to finish chapter five because we've already gone over our extra time. Yeah. But let me just say this. Brandon and I had this discussion when we said we are going to go into ministry full time. And this is where we try to stay completely transparent, open in everything that we do because of the glory going to God mm -hmm. and sharing with you guys this. But we spoke about it and said, we are going to minimize the amount of bills and, and responsibilities and things that we have to the absolute bare minimum, right? We live in a real world. We have to have internet connection if we're going to do this stuff. We have to have, you know, electricity and things like that. Right. But we agreed. We said we will have, we don't have scheduled income coming in. It's by the grace of God, whatever he puts in, that's what we get. And we rely on that and that alone. But we said we will pay the things that have to be taken care of and everything else will be given away. Because if we keep it and we try to store it up somewhere, we'll make bad decisions. We'll be stupid, right? Oh, because, yeah. well, it wouldn't hurt if I just got this for yeah, myself. No, well, it wouldn't hurt, you know, whatever. All, yeah, no, we always nope, just... Nope. every other Everything penny, just needs to be what I need to have take care of. And what I need for today out. to take care of what I need today. The future will deal with the future. Yeah. And every other penny we have, give it away. Saying so we're that not because tempted. I'm telling you, I will do something stupid if I yeah. ever have a large so chunk of money. So let me go. How can I serve any money that's left? Let me go serve someone else with it. Because I truly believe that when I get to tomorrow, God will take care of tomorrow. If I completely surrender everything of myself. I mean, to him. unless I had a big chunk of money to like pay all my bills, then I wouldn't be stupid with it. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm talking we about like we don't have that if, problem. Yeah, we don't we don't have that problem. But if like if I if we had all our bills paid and I got a big chunk of money, I'd be like, nope, I can't because. No, but even little I'll do bits of money, stupid. we'll take care of the things that yeah, we yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, have to saying. have, and everything other than that, to give to someone else. Yep. All right. So we need to go through chapter we need to do five. five. Are we on five? Or, We're on five. Or did you go to seventeen? We're on yet? five. All right. I'll go to five. I'll do five. <laughs> Hang out, guys. We promise. We're trying. It's yep. just good. <laughs> Look here, you rich people, weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. See, I didn't want to stop too much because no. we're on time, but it's hard not to. Um, your wealth is rotting away. Yeah. This It doesn't matter. That's what, that's what um, Zacchaeus was a perfect example of that in the Bible, and that's why you have the two examples of... The rich man that went away sad mm -hmm. when Jesus said to give away all your thing, and 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 we have Zacchaeus who did all of these things and was completely, you know, it, it's just a completely different picture of this. Mm -hmm. So it, it's where your heart is. It goes back to that heart issue that you were talking about. Um, did I make it to three? Yeah. No, you're starting three. Yeah. Your gold and silver are corroded. The very wealth you are counting on will eat away your flesh like fire this corroded treasure you have hoarded will testify against you on the day of judgment i'm not saying this again guys this, this is, is where we made it very this clear this is in the bible this is why minimalism <laughs> spoke so much to us it wasn't for any trendy cool whatever thing it was reading scripture and then practically applying it to our lives made that and when we say like reading scripture, we're not talking about jumping around for four verses across like no, six. No, the whole you know, Bible, Genesis to Revelation. No, and that's why we're doing these studies as full studies. And I yeah. don't do topical studies and all that. I hate that. Unless somebody has a specific request or question. Of course, And I will yeah. do that. I will love to do but that. But you don't cherry pick verses. You read the whole thing. Right. But any anything that we produce out of ours is going to be a whole book. And I'm not going that's to... Yep, double our time. this double this time. So verse four. Uh, verse four. Um, for listen, hear the cries of the field workers whom you've had cheated of their pay. The cries of those who harvest your fields have reached the ears of the Lord of heaven's armies. Man, you can even see that in like the highest form of business in our yeah. world today. Oh yeah. Nothing the people is. that are on the low on the bottom floor don't make anything and struggling paycheck yeah, to paycheck. You work your nine to five, you work like crazy. So a CEO somewhere is getting yep. fatter and fatter and you're barely making ends meet. Oh, but he gives away his, his Christmas bonus and everybody thinks he's a hero. Yeah. He doesn't say anything that he's making six. Uh, okay. Yeah. Verse five. Okay. Verse five. You have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every desire. You have fattened yourselves for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed innocent people who did not resist you. 
Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage for the coming of the Lord is near. So he's telling us, he's giving us a sense of it's going to be imminent, but it's not going to be imminent. It's going to be a little bit of time. Yeah. That's why he's saying, the, the gives you the analogy of the farmers. He said it's, you know, it, it's it's going to be a little bit. They know their harvest is but coming. But don't get comfortable mm-hmm. because yeah. it's not going to be as long as you think. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's not going to be as quick as you think, yeah. but it's also not going to be as long there's as you think, harvest. if that makes sense. Well, everything is a process with God. You look in nature, there's a process, right? The routine of the seasons and all the things, everything is a process. It's a, it's a seed, and then it sprouts, and it grows, and then the flower has to come, and then once that dies, the fruit comes. You know, you, you go through this whole process of stuff. That's how he works. Right. But it's coming. Right, it's coming. So that's that's what he's saying there, too. He's giving you that idea of where, that's where we get this idea that, it's imminent, but there also is going to be a little bit of a period of time and space in between. But don't get comfortable because, yeah. and, and that's why he says the Lord is near. He says, wait patiently for him, but the Lord is near. Yeah. So that's, that's why he says that. Don't grumble about each other, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. For look, the judge is standing at the door. Again, Jesus is coming. He's mm-hmm. at the door. <laughs> and... No, Jesus didn't. No, none of these apostles. A lot of, a lot of teachers and a lot of this new teaching, um, they act like these things were speaking of the coming, um, this you know the destruction of the temple in seventy A.D. Oh, so now it's irrelevant. The the coming of of yeah, now it's kind of, now it's kind of or that he's saying that, um, you know. So no, I've I've heard wacky stuff about that. So that's why I wanted to stop there. Uh, Ten. Yep. For examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. Um, that's prophets is also a great example. I mean Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. He prophesied for year, 23 years, I believe. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe it's 20 years before, or 23, before anything happened. Yeah. So he was just crazy guy um, shouting about stuff for 20 years before anything actually happened. Right. Um, you know, saying these things were coming. I know it's a, well, it depends, because Jeremiah has a lot of coming judgment prophecies in there, but... Uh, that so, but he's giving you that idea that you know that just what it the it um, that we were speaking of above that the, it's going to take time, but he's coming. But most of all, my brothers and sisters, never take an oath by heaven or earth or anything else. Just say a simple yes or no, so that you will not sin and be condemned. Okay, don't be legalistic with this, and don't. I mean, I don't agree with taking any kind of oath. Zero, none, zip. I ain't going to take an oath to for anything. Um, I'm not going to teach that as being... Okay, well, look at our, our note here on this in our Bible, or in my Bible. Anyways. Okay, what do you got? Because the churches were having such severe ber- verbal conflicts, James calls upon them to avoid the pitfalls of deceitful oaths by not using any oaths at all. To yeah. swear an oath in the name of the Lord was to call upon him to enforce the oath. When people swore by heaven or earth, they were either feigning reverence while avoiding the use of the divine name, or they were being deceitful with clever verbiage. Peter used an oath deceitfully, but Paul used an oath to confirm his assertions, which suggests that the prohibition of oaths is not absolute. Right, and that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not going, that's why I said I'm not going to teach this is absolute, That's because that's perfect, exactly it. That's exactly what James was conveying. This is a localized problem <laughs> that was happening, but and people were, instance, were not following up on what they were saying that they were going mm-hmm. to do under the name of the Lord, but and that's a huge same issue. Hand, but you and I both have been in a courtroom, and I will not like, put my hand on a Bible. Yeah, I just feel convicted about that. I'm, well, number one, I won't. I wouldn't do that anyway. No government is going to make no. You're okay, not but that's libertarian in you. But that is our. Point. Yeah, that is the libertarian <laughs> in me. But that is my point. Okay. Uh, verse thirteen. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. 
Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. I, Man, I have to stop there because we're short on time. I won't go too much. I'm sure people have questions about this part. This has been taken by the, the, the this new wave of church madness that's coming through. Um, and this YouTube you madness that's on there. I don't even know what to call it. Um, gotten really into this anointing and, and laying hands for healing and stuff like that's that's not what that's not what this is saying and no this again this goes to well, you can it, take into application are you suffering hardships you should pray are any of you happy you should sing praises are any of you sit where he goes are you, you should call over elder of the church come pray over you absolutely yeah that, and that's what that's where we get the coming and praying, but and that's where we pray for people. But you're essentially saying then if you're praying for someone or praying with someone and they don't magically get made better right away, that what, God wasn't there for that person? Thank you. That's exactly what I was saying is is, is just because you have to be super work. careful with that and this new madness of I'm going to come anoint you with oil and you're going to be healed is this is crazy. That's And you can't, you can't do that with this, and that's not what he was saying. Um, but yes, if you're sick and die, that's where we get, you know, the pastor comes and pray. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, 16. 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Amen. And I will attest to that and just keep praying. Yeah. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall. No rain fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky... I'm sorry. The sky set down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Yep. Okay, now don't expect that you're going to be able to pray for rain and get it. That's, <laughs> but... You could. Maybe if you need it. You could. You could. And if... Yeah. That, I mean, it could happen. But also be careful <laughs> with that. Well, but... But I uh, like... But... James's point here in, in what I was saying is that yes Elijah was as human as we were he and he prayed man. earnestly but it was if you read the story of Elijah you know this was well, a was God's honest vessel. right so this was are an you honest, being God's vessel this was an honest prayer of asking God yeah you shouldn't please don't let rain fall on yeah. these it's a good story yeah it's a great story um Verse 19, my dear brothers and sisters, if some among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back, you can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. We are constantly flooded with messages, people stressed and worried and upset about wandering away or falling away. Because it sucks. Because it sucks. And I know it does and it's a hard thing to see, but just keep praying it will happen it will god changes lives mm -hmm. and the holy spirit has a way of just not leaving you alone mm -hmm. and and just will call you until death until you answer that call so just keep praying and lead the best advice i can say is lead by example mm -hmm. don't be somebody that's two-faced let your life and how you live do the talking for that person to say wow this person is different yeah to make that maybe there is something to this whole jesus thing right make make it attractive in the way of how you live because yeah. it, it, it is and in it it'll it'll the draw people truth in of it, it yeah. will draw people in and it'll it'll they'll man i wish that I had I see your kids or your hap you know these different things and it's like well yeah you just need it's one thing of God. <laughs> yeah you can have it too yeah um so the people that have fallen away anything just keep praying and he will he will and and just live your life as that example the best advice I can give is because it works and it's my that's my goal every day when I will wake up I know that I have to be an example to a lot of people mm -hmm. and I want to make sure 
this is including my, my meaning my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, heck, even this, I oh, have to live. But you have me I and have four sure, children watching you right, every day. But I have to make sure that I am leading by that example, that I'm doing the because things that I'm saying. Because otherwise, your words have no weight. Right, exactly. And we can't have that. So live by that example. Don't let your heart get. I know it's heart wrenching. I still have people that I still pray for earnestly. That that Within still. With your own family and friends. With friend, my own you know, family and friends that still. I just. That I want them and I beg for them. Mm-hmm. And I. Let me. Before we finish, I'll just take you back to Abraham. And I mean, Abraham was the least selfish person in the Bible. Constantly praying mm-hmm. it for everybody else and concerned about everybody else. Um, just just make those just be that person to where you're just concerned about them and pray for them and ask for their uh, their forgiveness or uh, you know and their just ask the Lord to forgive them and bring them to a heart of repentance and, and understanding of all of these things. Um, so just just keep on praying with it. Don't stop. And I know it's difficult, but we are praying for you. And most importantly, the Lord is with you. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us Thank today. You. Sorry we went, um, well, a Way lot longer. Way over. But I feel like it was really good. It was and I good. think it's content that's very important. Yep. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep.